Taco Tuesday. Woohoo! And Wednesday. Yay! And Thursday. Ugh. And you get the point. Enjoying too much of the same thing? Mix things up with Cholula. Cholula hot sauce. The best thing ever to happen to tacos. Choose Cholula. Podcast brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and David. Dave Stevens, David Sterling. I am Tony Permanenzi. Today we're coming to you from Alloy Brewing in Coon Rapids. And this is a big podcast, guys. Yeah. Huge. This is a big 5-0. We've hit 50. We are middle-aged. We're middle-aged. I don't know. I mean, yeah, when we started, do you ever think we'd hit 50? No, I mean, because the deal is, we've talked about this. Usually podcasts end after seven episodes. Yeah. And we're at 50. Yeah. So this is a big one. We have a lot of people here who showed up for this one. Yeah. A lot of fans, and we want to thank all of them. We will yes. afterwards and say, hey, thanks. And uh, My dad's here again. He yeah. just shows up randomly. Nels is here. Yes. You know, right, and he hasn't been here. Hasn't I don't been think he's while. been here since Germania, has he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, and that's going way back. That's going yeah. back to, like, number 12, number yeah, 13. Yeah. So it's been a while been a for while. Nels. Good to see him, though. Good to see him. Um, so, again, guys, this is a big one. Uh, we started off here uh, oh, two years ago. It's almost two years. Yeah. Two years and two months. Two years in uh, David's basement. It was me and him after we failed going to Blue Wolf. Yeah. And uh, after that, it's been... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, wow. wow it's that's been a Hollywood ride. Yeah. yeah time, time flies. So it was almost the entire 2018 season. Yeah. The entire 2019 season. Yeah. And now here we are, 2020 already. Yeah, yeah. So wow, I have to. This is we're going into our third year of doing this. I know. Least, that's amazing. It's that's nuts. right. Uh, Three-year plan, right? We'll start it off again as a little bit of a side conversation at Johnny's uh, birthday party turned into a podcast. Right. And the funny thing is, you know, that night. After Johnny's party, I went to Dave and I said, "Hey, Dave, nothing going on. You want to go down to the casino?" Me and Dave won tons of money that night. We couldn't lose that night. Now, when you right? say tons, well, not like you know, I'm talking like thousand. I, I'm not retired. Yeah, you know, no, I'm talking like more than usually. Win. Yes, but I was like a thousand bucks up. Like I was playing slots and I couldn't lose. You were playing blackjack. Blackjack. You yep. couldn't lose. I went to play blackjack with Dave. I couldn't lose. It was like the weirdest night ever. Huh. And then to have this turn out to be what it is, yeah. it was a lucky night. And the thing is, is we, we could just keep taking this up. Yeah. It's not like we're, you know, maybe we'll be syndicated someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> so we've been to a lot of great places during this podcast, yeah. 50 times. So Dave's got a list of every place we've been. He's going to name all of them off. Yes, and I, I mean I think we, it's just fitting that we get, kind of go back and just take a look at where we've well, been, yeah. how we've gotten yeah. here to, to yeah. Alloy for our fiftieth, and yeah. so do you want me to just run them right down? Run them all down. Okay, so in no particular order, and I'll, I'll mention if we've been there. But uh, your fir- your Tony and David, the first brewery location. Now, if I recall right, the first time you recorded was at Omni. Our no, first brewery was on. First podcast oh. was not at a brewery. It was David's right. basement. My basement. Dave's basement. Okay, but then from there, you had your episode number two at Omni Brewing, 
And so that was actually, we've been to Omni a few times now, yep. but then let's, I'll go right down the list real quick and we'll revisit it because it's a long list. So Omni Brewing, Steel Toe, Beer Garden Germania, Invictus, Alloy Brewing, of course, as we are here for our 50th, Dual Citizen, Torg, Utapils, Blue Wolf, Wolf, Wicked Wart, La Donna Cerveceria, 56 Brewing, Prize Brewing, Five Rabbit Cerveceria in Chicago, One Barrel Brewing in Madison, Wisconsin, Fair State, 10K Brewing, Black Stack, Lupulin up in Big Lake, Under Pressure, Inbound, Sociable Cider Works, Forgotten Star, Ajir, and Headflyer Brewing. I so I hear. Oh, that's right. We went over that. I should have known that one. So <laughs> just to sum it up, I mean, that is 25 unique breweries that we've recorded in. Yeah. Yeah. And we've we've recorded m- multiple times, like I said, at Omni, of course, here at Alloy, Dual Citizen, Blue Wolf, Prize. Invictus, I think we've done twice. Yep. Yep. So, um, so that's not to mention uh, your basement, yep. Dave's uh, house. Yep. Dining room, basically. Yep. My basement and garage. Yep. Tom's garage, for yep. one. And then, finally, a hotel room in Atlanta. Yes, exactly. Idiot. I so, mean, this podcast is taking us all over the metro, all the way to Atlanta. That's right. And back. We, yeah, and that we've, so it would be four states that we've actually recorded in yep. across yep. the country. So, yeah. So, when I, you know, you go through that list, I won't do it again. But uh, it's hard to pick a favorite. I mean. There, it is. There, every, every brewery we've been to has been great. There have been some ones who have been above and beyond. Right. I think Aloe is one of those breweries that's been above yep. and beyond. Uh, Dave, the beer tender, is going to join us at some point today. Yep. Which is why, kind of why we're here, because we like to have mom. And, you know, and this morning, they even tweeted out that yeah. their friends from the yeah. podcast were showing up. I mean, it's, they, they've always been fantastic. I will say one thing. Uh, we tried to do Blue Wolf on our first episode, and we said we it was never going to work. And we ended up going back there twice. Yeah. And the owners of Blue Wolf are fantastic. I swear you could call them up at 2 o'clock on a Monday and be like, I need to do a podcast. And they'd be like, oh, come on in. That's yeah. great. And they're, they're totally awesome. Every brew we've been to has been great. Yeah. Um, but some have gone above and beyond in terms of having people on. And that's no, the whole community is just fantastic. Exactly. And, so. and that's the big thing about what I really like about this podcast is the, the craft brewery industry is all about helping each other out yeah and it, there's just something about that the industry and the community that's involved in it and to be able to support that community and hang out and and do the things we do with that with minnesota united involved it's fantastic yeah yeah so we should say again we're an alloy we are drinking their beers like we always are exactly uh i just had finished up the uh i think it was the uh, milkshake ipa Again, I love milkshake IPAs. Yeah. This one is no different. Fantastic. I'm now under the corrugated cream ale, which I've had before, and again, it's a staple of here. Yes. Uh, David, what did you begin with? So I started with the Holidays, which is a an old ale, so it's very low on the hops, high on the spices. Okay. There's a little bit of cayenne in this one. It's Ooh. fantastic. You swallow it, and it's like Ooh. back of the throat hits nice. you. It's nice. Ooh. Dave. And I, I had to start with a corrugated cream ale as well, just because I think it's just a classic. It's one of the early, you know, Minnesota craft beers that I kind of really came attracted to. Sure. Obviously, I've tasted a lot more as we've done this podcast, but it just says it's an easy drinking, smooth, smooth beer. And I know Nels, we mentioned he. I don't know if we mentioned he's here, but yeah. uh, 
I haven't tried it yet, but I did have to get this strawberry cur- curmudgeon as well. Sour. And it's their first sour. That's why yeah. I kind of shout out, like shout out to um, Alloy here. It's um, really got a nice, smooth strawberry taste to it, with a little, of course, bitter sour taste. Yeah. And it's unfiltered. It looks great. Tastes great. So excited to finish that one later. So it's been a nice ride, guys. Yes. And I have to tell you guys, I'm retiring. I'm just kidding. I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 50 years and, old. Yeah, that's it. 50 years <laughs> old. Sorry. Well, I mean, I think that's the other thing we have to point out here. And, you know, thanks again to all of our listeners. But, you know, 50 episodes, you know, I mean, to, to, to us it sounds like a lot. But, I mean, if you consider the fact that we're bi-weekly recording yeah, it, yeah. I mean, that means we're talking about 100 weeks, you know, over the course of two-plus years yep. just to get to this point. So did anyone, did anyone sit down and calculate the number of beers? I don't even want to know. Well, I'll tell you. I, I mean, you know, what's the average number of beers we consume per podcast? I mean, I think I average three an episode. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. I would say minimum two, maximum yeah. four. So yeah. you, let's say three, yeah. and you multiply that by 50. So yeah. nine times 50, yeah. 450 beers. And that's yeah. probably on the low side but That's overall. at breweries. We're not yeah. talking about like in my well, garage or my yeah. basement where we have... I mean, there is that one time in your basement that you probably have I got eight. trashed, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, so I, that's, that's I, a great thing about supporting local and what we try and push on this pod is, yeah. is uh, supporting local. But when we're in your basement or Dave's ba- basement bar, I should say, and yeah. or my living room for that matter, it's we're drinking local beers. We are drinking right, local yeah, beers. Yeah. And that's yeah. Always we're, we're going to keep that going. Um, except in Atlanta. I don't think we drank local beers in the... I don't think we could. could we, we? No, in Atlanta, I specifically went out and got yeah, some, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta, got some local yeah, craft Atlanta, beer. Yeah, I think yeah. I got some from Athens, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think actually I did get one from like what was called the Atlanta Brewing Company. Sure, so sure. yeah, we stayed local there too sure. for the most yeah. part. Yeah. And when we were in Chicago, we obviously had a brewery. Yep, and, and Madison. And Madison well. obviously had a brewery. So yeah. So here's the 50 guys, and uh, here's the 50 more. Yeah. But. I know it's a big day because it's our 50th, but we have a shitload of stuff to talk about about the loons because since our last podcast, they've gone on a little bit of a spending spree. It's right. uh, it's been an exponential core uh, curve since we were like yeah. at high year. I mean, it's gone from nothing Christmas Day to you know. Well, since we were at even since we were at uh, last time when we were at uh, uh, headfly headfly. Head yeah. I mean, that went from like nothing and some rumors to okay we got this guy and we got this guy and this guy's coming in and this guy's coming in and that's that yep. so let's start off with the goalkeeping situation yeah you know we went, we came into the season preseason well we were coming into the preseason wondering who we were going to be using for goalkeeper I think we all agreed that Dane wasn't prepared yes and we had signed um you know, I can't say his last name. Somebody, somebody, Rangistan. I'll pull it up, but Gregory. You know, it's it was Gregory. I, I can't say. It. I can't say. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, he he was from Orlando. Yeah. Uh, hadn't had any any experience really in MLS besides the yeah. two games. I believe. Yeah. Ranjit Singh. Ranjit Singh. Yeah. Okay. That's See, as close go. as we're going to get. Yeah. I uh, apologize, yeah. but yeah, that's it. We'd like to blame it on the beer, but we can't. Uh, but we I mean, had other than Ranjit Singh, I'm yeah, going to no try problem. again. No I mean, well, of course, we had DSC. I'm not. Well, I'm going right. to say yeah. Dane St. Clair, but uh, that was yeah. it. That was essentially it for the yeah. roster. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we were... What uh, eight days out from preseason starting at, yep. at Headflyer? Yep, and we didn't know the goalkeeper situation. Not at all. 
and that's changed. Uh, because Vito significantly. Had, Vito had priced himself out of the market. Right, and we didn't even know that yet, I don't think, officially. We did, uh, last podcast, we did know that he yeah. priced himself out of the market, and it pretty much said, I want the most money ever right. in MLS history to be a goalkeeper. Right. And, but at that point, still, though, the rumors were out that they're still looking at, the in the say, the English market. Yep, or and Hart was now Hart was rumor yeah. at that point. Those were the big rumors. But, so. you know, this guy, I don't think, was on anybody's radar. No, he wasn't. And he, he, he was one, I will say, way back at the end of end of last season, I mentioned that we need to find a goalkeeper like this guy Yeah, because he was very good and he was not going to be terribly expensive. No. and But I, I never would have thought that we would have gone after him and we did. Tyler Miller. Tyler Miller and we get him for what? It's for Tam pretty much. Yeah, yeah and I don't even know. It might have been a combination was. but it was, I think it was 200,000 total. Okay. Okay. For the trade. And he wasn't, and so was LAFC. Correct. And they went out and got uh, somebody from Europe. Netherlands. Netherlands, yeah. exactly. I don't remember. So they let him go. Young yeah. guys, what, 26 years old? 24. 24? Is he that young? Anybody? 26. Anybody? 26? Okay. Yeah. We have a crowd uh, now. From Woodbury. Uh, Woodbury, from yes. Woodbury, Woodbury, New Jersey. Yes. Right. Not so, Minnesota, New yeah. Jersey. He's now one of us. And, uh, you know, 61 starts yes. over two seasons. He had 19 shutouts, uh, 1.28 goals, a 90. That's yep. phenomenal. Just so everybody's clear, Vito was 1.26. So it's right yeah. there. But even if you go, like I had stats that we sent in text messages, if you go back to last year, right? last year's stats were even better. He had a one goal uh, against per game. Yes. And he had nine shutouts. Now, exactly. Vito last year had a 1.26 and 11 shutouts, and Miller started six less games than right. Vito did. And I, I did the math, and I didn't write it down, so I can't completely tell you exactly, but I, I extrapolated it out as if he had played the same number of games, mm-hmm. and he still came in slightly under Vito, as so better. And remember, Vito won goalkeeper of the year. Exactly. So, And there were people who thought Miller should. In fact, mm-hmm. I thought Miller should. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that we got him is fantastic. The mm-hmm. fact that L.A. let him go is so L.A. because they needed somebody that was going to be a name. Yeah. And so they got rid of possibly the best keeper in the league yeah, to I, get somebody that was European. A young guy who's not ma- – he wanted a pay raise. Yeah. Miller wanted a pay raise from LFC. Yep. They didn't want to give it to him. Right. And he deserved it. And he deserved yeah. it. But it's like I, don't, I can't believe he'd want – much more than he was making. I mean, he probably wanted a two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollar increase, yeah. and they're like, "Nah, no, we're going to go out and get somebody else." Well, let's not forget. I mean, LAFC—they've got an expensive roster. There's they do. just no doubt about it. But so. it's so LA, right? Yeah. I mean, it—you know—you can't have a nobody. You've got to have somebody. Yeah, and I mean, Tyler Miller—I mean, was I guess flying under the radar as you know, you know, based on his availability. Nobody assumed that he was going right. to be available, but yep. uh, you know, a trade happened. But yeah, he's not flying under the radar. As far as you know, the U.S. men's national team is concerned, right. no. he's been up in that camp several times. Mm-hmm. He hasn't started for them yet, but uh, he's on their radar. He's on. He's a heck of a goalkeeper. He was in the talk for goalkeeper of the year last he year. Yep. Um, I know there's several good goalkeepers, but uh, he was certainly in that conversation top five at least. I would think. I, I think he was three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds right. I could be wrong. As much as I hate to lose Vito, because he's Italian and I'm Italian, right. I do like Tyler Miller. I'm excited about this whole deal. I mean, yep. this kind of... 
and it, yeah, and if he continues to develop, you've got to expect that we've got his rights for four years. Mm-hmm. There, there could be somebody in Europe if he continues his progression that will pay a few million for him, and we yeah. might make some money off. Yeah, I mean, it's and it sounds a little. And by that time, harsh, but it's business. By that time, Dane should be okay. Should be not Dwayne, Dane. Yes, <laughs> way to correct yourself. <laughs> that might be the first time you've said his name right. Well, I know Dane, Dwayne. It's all oh, insane. as long as we're doing corrections from Head Flyer last week, that was Head yeah. Flyer. You kept yeah, saying it Dwayne, right? Yeah. Anyways, Dane, Dw- Dane Saint Clair. Even I can't say <laughs> it. Can't say DSC. It. Let's go with DSC, DSC from okay. now on. Anyways, I want to make a correction from last week that kind of stuck in my head. I I kept referencing at least a couple times about you know this is you know at Head Flyer we didn't know that we were gonna get rid of uh, Angelo Rodriguez or at least buy out his contract or potentially right. um, potentially loan him somewhere. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. I kept made I kept referencing the fact that it would free up another DP spot, DP spot. And yeah. I was confused, obviously, because earlier last year in the season, they actually paid that down, they paid it down to give yeah. that spot to yeah. Tommy Chacon. So I want to clear that up as long as we're doing corrections. All right. And we'll talk about yeah. Angelo here yeah. coming up. Yes. But um, let's get to another guy that we got. Yeah, so uh, we went with, uh, well, the most recent was uh, Ja'Cory Hayes. Ja'Cory Hayes from? From FC Dallas. FC Dallas, yeah. And that was uh, a trade for a second round? Third round. Third round. But if he hits metrics, it turns into 100000 Okay. So basically a steal. Yeah, and then he's, he is pretty much a backup kind of depth. Yeah, you know, depth chart, he could be... I mean, he's he's a true number eight, so he's basically Hassani Dobson. He's basically um, Jan Gregush. So he's probably he's probably third. However, with the fact that Dobson can be moved around, yeah. I really like the signing because if you can cut back on your on your right back situation, right? Because if Metnier goes out whether injury, God forbid, or international duty, you can move Dotson over, yeah. and now you have you have uh, Hayes right there to sure. step up for Jan Gregers. So uh, I, I think the nice thing is is you have that fluidity in the midfield, especially with Dotson's utility, that he's he's probably a number three but on the depth chart, but he's he could easily slot in in second. Well, we have Euro, Euro Cup right. coming up this year, and, and it, Slovakia is in a... Playoff, I believe. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So Jan could be going he over could there be gone, yeah. at some point. And then who else do we? Oh, uh, Lude is going to be in there for Finland. That's so we're, right. We're losing, they made it for the first time. We're losing two guys yeah. for potentially for Euro Cup. So yeah. Hayes is a nice depth chart yeah, addition for that. And especially, yeah, now that you mentioned Lude, you know, you could easily slot him in in a four four two as as a starter. Yep. So it. He, he adds a lot to it, and it, I've seen a lot of FC, FC Dallas play, uh, fans um, sad that he's left, so that says something. He didn't get a lot of action in Dallas, but um, and I haven't really seen much of him. But he's still it's, a young guy. Yeah, he, he's a young kid. Uh, you know, we got him for basically nothing. Yeah. And it, you can never have too many midfielders. No. Wingers, yes. <laughs> Wingers, yes. The central We've midfielders, you know, I, you can take a bunch of those guys. Yeah. So after that, we've got 
Is it Musa? James Musa. Musa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Defensive midfielder, Phoenix Rising. Yep. Uh, he's a big guy. Uh, he can play uh, center back as well. Uh, I watched him a few times because while I was in Colorado, I kind of uh, grew attached to Colorado Spring Switchbacks. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've streamed a few of their games, and I, I streamed a couple last last year. I also watched him when they played uh, New Mexico um, in the Open Cup. Uh, I mean, from that, I think three games that I watched, uh, they were all draws. Goals were scored. So, uh, I mean, it, he looked good. Good. Uh, you know, he's he's got a nose for some attacking as well, which yep. is nice. Uh, that's about all I've got on him, honestly. Okay. Uh, yeah. Again, depth. Yes, again, we went, depth. In, we went in the offseason needing a couple things yeah. and depth. And, it, you know, I think the, the big thing with depth is he fits nicely in, I mean, he's the Ozzy Alonso. Yeah. So you can really kind of look at that and say, well, if Adrian Heath could stop putting people where they don't necessarily belong. <laughs> yes. You have Musa who slips in behind Ozzy. Mm-hmm. You have Hayes who slips in behind Jan Dotson, however that works. Mm-hmm. And it, it just kind of, it. you can see if the next four years or so kind of playing out. Because you can see Ozzy's obviously going to be retiring soon. Yeah. So hopefully Musa can work out. He can play next to Jan. Jan's, what, 29? Seven? Not that old, is he? Yeah, he is. Really? I think, yeah. He looks He's young. He's 29. So, looks young. So there you go. You've got, you've got somebody who's, who's 29. You've got two years out of him. Yeah. Dotson can slide in. Uh, when when Jan leaves, and now you've got a brand new midfield. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's interesting. We're quickly you know, quickly getting that uh, Kiwi connection here now. Yes, that's we our, are getting that's it. our yes. third. So yes. and they've all you know Musa's is, has been up on the New Zealand international team as mm-hmm. well as of course. Um, that's true. Yeah. So Boxel and what? Yeah, we're, Billings, we're getting Billings a lot team. of international players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, that's all I've really got for him. So let's move on to. Uh, Amarilla, Amarilla, right? Well, it's Amaria. Amaria. Yeah. Amaria. Amaria. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, par- the yeah. Paraguayan, yeah. Yes. yeah. And as of this recording, he's still in Paraguay, but it's, from all intents and purposes, it seems like it's a done deal. I think they're probably yeah. just There's waiting some on. There's stories behind that I've okay. heard. Um, but paperwork is apparently done. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably be in Florida next week. Yep. And, and he's a he's a forward. Forward, yep. Uh had a fantastic season last year. Well, he scored uh, what? 20 24 four I think goals, yeah. Yeah. Um and it, you know, he's alone uh-huh. with option, which is fantastic for us. Uh I mean, what can you say? You've got a guy that's got a nose for goal. Mm-hmm. He's young. Uh 24 as well, I believe. Um and that's obviously a place of need now that yes, we right. gave up Don Lottie in the expansion draft. And as our next comment will prob- probably be about the guy we let go this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
with Angela Rodriguez leaving, so it's it makes sense. It um, does. Toy is not ready, I don't think, to well, start. I don't we'll know. See, that. I mean, we'll in, see. in general, it's a youth movement. I mean, Amaria, he he's obviously played he's played a few more games yeah. on that level, but I mean, Toy, they're obviously looking for you know a step up in his progression. Yeah. He he made strides last year. There's he no did. doubt about but it. I mean, he, think it's one of the reasons they're ready to go that direction. The younger kind of as a young guy, though, I think he he flamed out a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's going to happen. Great games, yeah. and he flamed out. So he's well, got to learn how to. He he had some mental, yeah, breakdowns. Well, I mean he hit a wall. Yeah, I mean here we are. We're we've they have one full week into camp up in um, up in Blaine. And uh, if you listen to Heath at all, his comments, he couldn't be more excited about the progress of the, his second year players. Yeah. you know the toys or like I mean technically he's not a second year player, but like starting. Yeah. You know, yep. and he meant he had good things to say about Dotson. So I think the team in general is expecting some significant I, I so growth. And I think the the big thing about having two really good forwards is that you can you can take that chance of using a super sub on a forward as opposed to trying to do something else when you're looking for that goal. Yeah. So if you've got a guy that has a nose for goal sitting on the bench and you need that goal, and it's the 80th minute, you bring in a speedster like Toy, and he can get the job done. Yep. I, I highly doubt that all this work for Amaria, he's going to sit. So I would say Toy is going to be number two, and Amaria will be number one. Unless he yeah. does something crazy. Which he's known which to we've, do. we've seen him do before. Yeah. Very crazy. Yeah. Come up with a whole new lineup, be like, what the Right. Flip is this, man. Right, exactly. Um, so he's in the works, and pretty much we've got him. Um, there's one other big rumor. Huge rumor. Huge rumor we've talked about. Right. It's uh, a Boca Juniors player right now. It's uh, Emmanuel Reynoso. Reynoso, yes. He supposedly is the fifth best player on Boca Juniors. Right. According to everybody. He's incredibly creative, number 10. Yes. And it thing that I like about him the most is he's not looking to score goals. Mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that you have a 10 that's interested in just creating play. Yeah, play Because that was that was my concern with and, or, sorry with Darwin the entire time. He was always trying to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And it, not the guy to create, but that guy to score his goal. And it, you get your your job gets lost when all you're trying to do is score a goal. That's right. And I love the fact that Emmanuel doesn't seem to care to score goals. He sits back and he'll create. He'll make some really interesting runs outside of the box, inside the box, draw defenders back, open up spaces for mm-hmm. for his teammates. I mean, that's the guy that you want. Yeah. But so, Boca needs it. Boca does, and their coach has said he's untouchable. Right. But money talks. It does. And American money talks. It does. Right. I I think it's going to take $10 million. Yeah. It it's would. Gonna, I mean, it's going to be, be a, a huge splash. It's going to be the biggest splash us. ever for us. I mean, that's, um, that's Atlanta money. But the fact that Watson is still down there. Yes. I mean, he's was supposed to come back Thursday, and you were telling me before the podcast, he's still there. Yeah, he they changed his arrangements to Monday, so mm-hmm. uh, something's going to happen. I, I, you know, I think it's going to come down to the 
okay, we've settled on this amount of money. Now we want some type of fee if you sell them on. Sure, sure. You know, I, I think that's what's going to happen. Or could it but be a loan? I I don't think so. Yeah, I think Volk is going to say they want to sell them. Buy or not? Buy it and then get a yeah backside deal if we sell them to somebody else. Yeah. If something does happen, it'll probably be about 10 minutes after we finish recording. Probably be today. Yes. We, be today. We've had that yeah. history before. Yeah. So everything breaks immediately after we're done. Yeah, uh-huh. because that, that so happened pay, last episode, right? It, it did, pretty much, yeah. yeah. I don't remember what it was. Oh, after uh, Head Flyer? Yeah. Um, was, it? was it the Tyler Miller or the... Yeah, it was. It Tyler, was Tyler well, Miller. it might not have been hours after, but it was, but it was shortly, like after, shortly after. Tyler Miller, because we spent a good part of that podcast at Headflyer talking about goal, yeah. the goalkeeper situation. Yeah, if they would have done that a day earlier or hours yeah. earlier, we could have yeah. saved a lot of well, time. Well, yeah, because I actually said it in our introduction or in the the summary of the story, the podcast that it was something happened that was basically rendered pointless to even yeah. listen. And I don't remember what it was. Yeah, maybe that. So they'll sign him uh, today in about uh, two hours. Yes. Yeah. So we've got we've got a couple guys we've got into the into the club. A rumor going on right now. Yep. This guy from Boca Juniors. Uh, another big thing was Angelo is officially yeah. gone. And that, he's that's, gone. That's not shocking that he's no long. He's no, not on the active roster for 2020. But I mean, we weren't necessarily anticipating how it came. Yeah. To be. I mean, yeah. do do either of you? Disagree. I don't think any of us thought he'd be here. This no, year. no. I think we, most, yeah. even 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 casual fans probably one of it. Just based on what you heard through, kind of heard, you know, whether it's coaches speak or just yeah. even Angelo speaking. You know, I don't think he was too optimistic. It's never easy. I mean, he was still training with the team as of Tuesday. Yeah. You know, so but I think even he knew that they were going to move on. Now, I just I just wonder what's the disappointment level. Um, obviously. You know, they. You know, we were. Everybody was assuming, myself included, that you know maybe they could work out kind of a loan arrangement so they could right. at least maybe get some cash or some mm-hmm. kind of monetary situation, like whatever it might be. But no, in the end, they ended up using. They ended up buying out his contract, and you know. Yeah, the, there's speculation as to what that really means. Uh, well, there's a chance that something may happen in the back that we don't know about as far since mm-hmm. we basically paid a salary for the season maybe well they're going to pass some money to us that we don't sure. necessarily hear I, I haven't seen the details but it that it do, because we bought out his contract it doesn't mean that we paid his salary for this season in that well, in his contract it could have been a buyout sure. of I don't know 50% of what he made yeah. I'm just throwing out numbers it, it could be something like that very yeah. well could be That's um, um, you know I saw Mentioned him a couple times now on the podcast. Mark Fangmeyer on Twitter, he went through and calculated the loss that we did, that we had for him, and it ended up being $2.4 million. But that was before we learned about the buyout. Yeah. So we actually don't even know how much it was. Yeah. $2.4 million, that's a lot. I think it's safe to assume, I mean, you're talking about his salary for this coming yeah. season. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's safe to assume it's less. I can't say it for sure that it is, but if... If they had gone into the season, if they yeah. had done, if they had bought, there, there is no option to buy out a player's at least salary cap hit mid-season. You right. cannot do yeah. that. MLS gives you the opportunity to buy out one contract in the Correct. off-season. Yeah. It has to be off-season, so that's why they did it now. And so, I mean, maybe maybe they were just working and working on a loan deal, couldn't get it finalized, were worried that they just couldn't get it done and ended yeah. up doing yeah. this. But. And it's probably the case. I mean, when you think about how poor his season was, 
I mean, aside from the U.S. Open Cup, he scored what five goals in yeah Open Cup, but uh, but considering it's like he they probably had a hard time shopping. I would imagine you're gonna miss his hold up play though. Yeah, R.I.P. to the hold up <laughs> yeah. play. I mean, Bye. he he was but, good at holding. But so yeah. if he could just learn how to pass, so, I mean, yeah. he had his moments. I, I mean, I still look fondly back. I mean, he and uh, Darwin Quintero both no longer on the team, of course. I mean, they had their moments. Just it was consistency that was the issue, and I think it was so frustrating on a game by game basis that they just yeah. couldn't do it. But so they moved on. Their youth youth movement yeah. were yeah. Full, in full and swing. So yeah, I mean, our average age has dropped significantly. Yes, it has. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. They're like babies now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do have one other signing. Oh, the kid. Yes. Even more, we're even more babyish now. Yeah. I mean, he. Because he's 15. Throw him into the oh, mix. He's 15. The like average at 22. Before, yeah. one more thing I want to say about Angelo Rodriguez. So, like, what's over, just in a sentence. So, like, what are your thoughts? Like, so basically, uh, the old, if we want to reminisce about the good old days with Christian Ramirez. You know, essentially, we moved on from Christian Ramirez. You could make the case we moved on to, from Christian Ramirez to get to Angelo Rodriguez and that type of play that that Heath wanted. Yeah. So, w- would you call this a massive disappointment or somebody shaking their head? Corey, for me, for me, I say it, that's a huge what if. You know, yeah. it's like no one really knew what was going to happen. So we can look back, obviously, with hindsight and say well, it was a massive mistake. But for me, I say, well, you know, what if I didn't go to John's birthday party? Yeah. This podcast wouldn't exist. Exactly right. So, I mean, it's like, what if we kept it Christian and he didn't produce? I mean, it could mm-hmm. be the same thing. I mean, sure, we wouldn't have lost all that money, yeah. but we also wouldn't have gained the money that we got from his exactly right. his trade. I don't know. It, it's one of those things. I know that this fan base in particular, I think it's Minnesotans in general, yeah. just love to beat a dead horse about what if <laughs> yeah. this uh, transaction uh-huh. didn't happen or yeah. did happen. What? I for me, yeah. it's it's just. Well, we know it's it happened. Certainly, we know in sports, it's never a. Straight line, right? Never. You make a deal and it goes south or it goes north, right? Right. So this deal went a little bit north, then it went south. Right? Yeah, I mean... But then we're going back. You know, it's never a straight thing. You look at every sports transaction, it's the same deal, man. I mean, you can really... You can easily make an argument that the money that we are... That's trickling in from Ramirez's deal has influenced the acquisition of Ozzy, yeah. Ike, Romaine. Mm-hmm. Maybe didn't fund it, but no. influenced it. Yeah. Think about where we'd be if we didn't have even one of those three. Oh, we'd be I, I just, nowhere. Yeah. I, I, I just think we could literally spend a podcast talking about that. What ifs? And it's just... <laughs> Christian was a great guy. He was. Great Team player, great so, member of so was Ibarra. the community. Again, we moved on. We moved on. Yeah, I mean the, the the Blaine days are over. Yeah, the the fantastic mm-hmm. thing is when they were here, I was streaming games from Colorado, yeah. so I have no connection to them. Yeah. It's, I was twelve hundred miles away. I saw them as players that were good at what they did, and it, for me, it's easy to disconnect. It's like yeah. they they moved on. Yeah. 
it's tough. You come from Blaine, where everybody was so like involved and so close, and you go to the MLS, and things change. You know, yeah. uh, funding changes. You know? Yeah. salaries change. You know, what you have to do to make your team better changes. You know, it's a business. These guys got to make money at some point. Exactly. So let's talk about Fred. Fred. Who Fred is Fred Emmings. He's from... Uh, St. Paul. St. Paul. He's a goalie. He was not a goalie originally. I didn't know that. He was a striker originally. Wow. And they turned him into a goalie because he's like six foot four. He's 6'5". Six 6'5". Five. Six five. 210. And they're hoping he doesn't grow anymore. And he's, yeah, 15 they're, years they're old. They're hoping he doesn't grow matter. anymore. Yeah. They're like, yeah. no, no, no. We're going to, yeah. you know. I mean, that he, he's, he's a big kid. Yeah, he's a And it, I think the funniest thing that I saw on social media this week was... Somebody suggested they want to see a picture of him next to Thomas Chacon. <laughs> and I, I had to respond and say, you need a wide-angle lens. You would never... I mean, they're you like... Get foot, would right? it be like... It'd be like the movie... Easily it'd be like the movie Twins with Schwarzenegger and DeVito? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah, a big kid. I've not seen any of their games, so yeah. I don't know anything about him. I talked to someone who re- I respect his opinion... Uh, very much, and he said that he's seen some, and he he has some great talent there. So, well, he's a homegrown um, guy, so there's a lot of things that go into that. Yep. We're not going to get into all the exactly. details behind the scenes, but but he's 15. 15. We won't see him for probably seven years. Mm-hmm. No, so he's just going to be a development player, yeah, development on a kind guy, of yeah. the, the lower end of the supplemental mm-hmm. roster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but he's, you know he'll he'll get the chance to practice and yeah. be with first team all the time. And he's not sco- he's not in school anymore. He is uh, now doing online classes. Yeah. So he's kind of gone into the whole soccer is my life thing, which, yeah. you know. And he's one of us. He is. That's interesting. He's one of us. He's, yeah. I mean, just look. I mean, Sterling hates when I say he's one of us. He hates us. Well, I mean, he actually played for the United U.S. men's national team U15 yes, team. Yes, and then, but yes. then actually last year in 2019, he actually played for the, the U16 Luxembourg. Oh, there you go. Correct. He's, so. he's got... That dual dual thing going on, yeah. which isn't hard, you know, per rules to have dual kind of so that opportunity too? until is you. He fun- well, no, no, he's Lux- whatever Luxembourg. Yeah, Luxembourg. What what do you call Lux- people? Luxembourgish, yes, yeah, country. It's a country. It's not I, a town. You know, that's an interesting thing. I'm not sure which one I would choose. <laughs> if I was, if I had Luxembourg and U.S., you might have a better chance of playing for Luxembourg. Yeah, well, I suppose, but you'd play against some crazy talent. So that's for sure. Well, technically, I could play for the Italian national team, but that would never happen. But well, yeah. If you look at the nationality, if what you go there? back and look, well, you know, I'm not tall enough. Yeah, my looks aren't as good as they should be. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way it works. <laughs> um, so I don't think that has I, anything to do. Yes, with it, does. Okay. yes, it, does. yes right. it does. Yes, it does. Fair enough. Yes, it does. We might want to uh, introduce somebody. Yes, we should. Oh, is Dave back here? back here? Well, Dave, you can come sit down, man. Oh, come sit down right here. Fourth, we got the fourth microphone for you. Uh, so, Dave, the beer tender from from Alloy, is here, and he's one of our favorite guests of all time. Easily, easily, because he's been on the last two times we've been here, and he knows his soccer. And he knows his soccer. And I try. He's wearing a soccer jersey today, by the way. This is just for you guys. I don't normally wear mine to work. Try, try to keep beer off of it as much as I can. So. You know, sure, the funny no. thing is, so we're at uh, Falling Star. Forgotten uh, Star. Forgotten Star, sorry. Forgotten Star, when they're in the grand opening, you're there. I'm there. I like we go, beer. We go to, what's the place we were at last weekend? 
we were at uh, Stevens. Where were we at last weekend? Headflyer. Headflyer. And uh, Sean. Sean was there. Yep. Sean is on the podcast, and he used to work here. Mm-hmm. So it all comes back to alloy. That's what happens. The only reason that Sean likes soccer is because of me. Okay. Or will watch soccer. Well, I, he's, I still I don't he, say that he likes soccer. I think he said that. Actually. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we're here at Alloy. Uh, before we get into soccer stuff, because we've kind of gone through everything that's happening, is there anything new going on at Alloy? Any new beers you got going on? Oh, gosh. We actually just put a, a, a Imperial Milk Stout on tap yesterday. Um, I can't even say the name because I don't know how to pronounce it yet. Uh, <laughs> it's Neodymium, um, yeah. which uh, it, it, is, it, it is potent. It's 9.5%, but Jeez. it is... Very, very flavorful. Very, very tasty. Um, we actually uh, just put our first sour on tap last two weeks ago. It's almost gone. Yep, that's the yeah. strawberry yeah. curmudgeon. Yeah. Um, this year, we're planning on doing a lot of new stuff. So uh, sours, um, a lot of we're trying to start putting more fruit into beer. Um, and more new things that are going to come as um, we get practice at it. Gotcha. Uh, so no, we're we're having fun. Yeah, we're coming up on three years open, so we're uh, we're excited for that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so I have to ask because I saw the signs to not touch, and I immediately wanted to touch. What are the what's in the two barrels out in the hallway? That is for me and the owners to know, and you guys to find out on our Facebook and Instagram when Ooh. they are released. Oh. Um, we. Uh, our barrel aging process started about six months ago. Um, okay. We put out our White Noise, which is our anniversary uh, beer that was aged in a bourbon barrel uh, for eight months. Um, that's almost gone. Um, and then that went over so well that we decided to do three more beers uh, that will be released periodically over the next four months. Nice. So, so that White Noise um, is available now? That White Noise oh, is available right now. I remember now. that yep. one being um, one of my favorites. And that's, uh, that was... That, that is very, very tasty. We have uh, one keg left of it, so not much left. Um, but we'll have more of that. That's our anniversary beer. So we do that every year, and we're going to plan on doing more of that in barrels. And yeah, there. correct me if I'm wrong. That was a white chocolate? That's yeah. a white chocolate stout. So it's a white stout. It's not a dark stout. Um, a lot of people are like, how is this a stout? Well, the main thing is with a stout is you don't have to put the dark malt in. That's where you get the color. So... Um, it's just the other part of the recipe is the same as this stout. So, so what bourbon did you use? It's, we don't use bourbon; it's a barrel. So, well, right. So, uh, what, what was the barrel? I don't know that. That is uh, above my pay grade. Okay. Um, the owners make the decisions on what we use. We actually have four different types of barrels going right now, okay. um, just to get different flavor profiles. I'm a bourbon guy, so I had to ask. Yeah, I understand, and I'm not. Which is, I'm a beer guy. If I drink yeah. anything else, it <laughs> usually means trouble. <laughs> so, we just talked about all the signings we did in the last two weeks here. There was a lot of them. Yeah. So, from your point of view, are you excited about the upcoming season? All the youth coming in, or what? Yes, um, I'm excited. Uh, some things happened over the last probably two months that I was very excited about because of how it happened. Um, as you guys know, I was not a huge Quintero fan. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, when he moved on, it was I was excited about that because I think Toy is going to be a better forward in the long run. Sure. Um, and uh, I was not also not an Angelo fan. So yeah, well. the, that news yesterday I was excited about. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for to see what happens this year. It, Every year is different, right? Uh, yeah. So, could be good, could be bad. I'll be, I'll be happy with whatever because I'm a soccer fan. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, and so you guys, uh, 
I know we talked about this before. Are you guys Ally going to get into Allianz Field at some point? Oh, gosh. We would have to make way more beer. We really? Yeah, we don't have the production facility okay. yet for that. Because um, I know they're rotating out this year. I believe they're putting somebody new in this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. It's also not cheap to get your beer sold there. Okay. Um, you actually have to pay in to get uh, featured. Um, Should we start a GoFundMe? I'd be in for it. Uh, <laughs> I'd be in for it. Maybe we can open an off-site uh, brewing facility to make enough beer yeah, for it. Yeah, so, there you go. No, just for Allianz or just, for everybody? It would be for everybody. Okay. But it would mean that we could yeah. have a chance of doing that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, the I think the number that you have to make per game is like forty barrels. Okay, which is uh, six batches of beer for us. Oh, jeez. So yeah, we wouldn't be able to do that. No, wow. we wouldn't have any beer no, here. It would no, all be for no. Well, we so. could always bring. Uh, you know, we could stop before games, get a bunch of crowlers or growlers, yes, yes. <laughs> and just go into the front lawn and be like, "Hey, you know, it's five bucks. Here you go." Uh, of not, course, pass it back on. Yes, back of, to course, you. of course. That's Wait, a, that might be. I'm that's pretty illegal. sure that's, that's illegal. That's, yeah. I, I don't know. Pretty sure. That. We could try pretty it. See, sure. I, don't, I don't. know. We could try it. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm not part of it. <laughs> Supposedly, this year uh, they're going to expand the outer area, the whole green they, space. They want to. Yeah, they want to because at the playoff game they had expanded it, and the city's at least open to it. Exactly. And what they did for the playoff game, I was very impressed by that. You, yes. you and I were very yeah, impressed yeah. by that. I was there also. That was oh, okay. yeah. a good time. And so I thought they should have been doing that all year long. Um, should have been. And I hope they do that more often this year. Um, and more food trucks and uh, maybe some alloy beer on the side. Right, yeah. maybe. <laughs> you could be outside the You could be outside of the little lines, though, and just pouring it there. Yeah, that, that would Technically, still that's on city... Property. Yeah, We're not in Vegas. We can't just drink uh, whatever we want to. I don't know laws. There are, there are, yeah, that's <laughs> still not appropriate. No. I know beer laws. That's about it. <laughs> that's a good law to know. Uh, so, uh, what do you think in terms of defense? Do you think we're going to be even better, or do you think there's going to be a drop off? I sophomore slump. Think that that depends. On who's playing on the left side or the right side? Because um, right now it would be the th- I mean the our two the centers. Gasper side or oh no not Gasper. Mid- Gasper no for for defense Gasper is solid oh. he's not moving so um, Romain yeah yeah um, it it also depends on if we keep on changing our lineup every week. That was one of the things that frustrated me last year is every uh, week he had no yeah. idea who was going to be on the field. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. He does that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, he likes, likes to, to yeah. change it up, especially uh, in big games. Yeah. I don't think. That, I don't. I, I think because I, I, I don't think the schedule's as condensed. It might be. Um, it's not. It's not. There's fewer midweek games, and that might yeah. be because they chose to do that. As yeah. but now that might mean that they're going to have more games during international breaks. Uh, well, but, we also have a very favorable schedule. Yeah, yeah. we have a lot of um, well-timed off. Well, that also I think it's on like every schedule for the isn't it like every international like break yeah. we don't have a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Because yeah, last year, I think one of the reasons it was so condensed was because of all the uh, um, the cup part that they play all of the different divisions. Like we had so many games that because we went further on. Well, right, we, we yeah. didn't yeah. normally would have had a break, but we had to play. And it, had we gotten rid of Angela and Darwin, as you probably would have preferred, we wouldn't have been that far. No. 
Because they, they well. excelled at that. Yeah, they, they excelled at that. The, the, yeah, they excelled at that, but <laughs> not during point. league play. Yeah. 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 No, I, I completely agree with you, actually. It just yeah. goes yeah. back. I mean, I can't imagine a manager like wanting to tinkers lineup so many different yeah. times. I think he it was, does. M- he a does. lot of that was based out of necessity. Not all of it, but a lot of no. it was based out of necessity. Some it, it was. You know, uh, you know it, it. a lot of it was based off of the fact that he doesn't like pe- players going against what he wants to do, yeah. and yeah. he will punish you yeah. for that. He's a mad scientist, too. He tries, sometimes he tries to be too, more, too smart for his he own good. I mean, I think the uh, his explanation for not using substitutes was fantastic. Yeah, it was like, well, so you know, you you're thinking you're going to use a substitute at 75 minutes, and if you get a goal within that within the next 10 minutes, you're good, and then if you don't, you're you're probably not going to want to do it, and then. He went rambled on and, and on, and I was like, "You made absolutely no sense." Like he had me for the first ten seconds, and yeah. then it was like, "No, that makes no sense." He must be tough when he buys a car because he goes in there. He's like, "He wants something," then he changes his mind, and he then he changes his mind something else. So, yeah, you know, he doesn't have to buy his own car. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's pride. I, I, <laughs> but. Uh, are we getting news now? Chicago Fire signed Shuttleworth. Oh, they signed Great Shuttleworth. Good. Yeah. Our favorite land- goalie. Glad he landed somewhere. Yeah. 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 He could never. He, he, his his passing was terrible. Maybe he's talking about this all the it time. It was awful. It was man. terrible. Well, he could, he yeah, had to. He could make fantastic saves. That first year, he had to. We had so many shots on net that he had to getting it on I mean, some but, fun but stuff. But yeah, the ball could be rolling to him and he'd miss it. Yeah. But if if it's like at an odd angle and it's yeah. 10, 10 yards away from him, he somehow gets it. Yes. Yeah. Did he, when he saved it though, did he throw the ball like two yards from? Like, oh, here you go. <laughs> no, 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 I swear I, to God. No, he threw it out of bounds on that one. <laughs> he threw it out of bounds because he was terrible at that. Man, yeah. he was so bad. I don't know how you could be so bad at getting the ball out of the box. You haven't seen me try. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not a soccer player. So that's yeah. fair point. Yeah. <laughs> Strong man. Oh. oh yeah. Um, so. I think we should probably kick We should break. probably take a break. Take a break yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After ripping up Bobby Shuttleworth. Yeah, it's not ripping up. Not even on our team anymore, and we're still getting yeah. Good luck, Bobby. <laughs> we'll miss you, buddy. Uh, so we come back from break. We have some uh, some funny stories to talk about. Uh, we have uh, we talk about the Mile High Club. And uh, we also have a, a reason why the escalators in the Mexico City subway system are not working anymore. Okay. Yeah. You want to uh, stick around for that one. So we'll be back from uh, Alloy in a couple minutes. Minnesota. 
We've done all of our loons talk for the day. There was a lot of it. You know, we did. Um, uh, there could be some more later. We'll see. You never well, know. Could be. It, it could make up. some trades. I mean, we don't know what's going on. Could be. Yeah. So yeah, let's get into. Let's get into some fun stuff, though. Not like loon stuff isn't fun, but some funnier things. You know? Yeah. So I'll give you guys the option. You guys want to talk about Mile High Club first, or Mexico City subway escalators breaking down? Well, since you haven't shared these stories with us, no. which do you think is funnier? Well, the Mexico City story is a little shorter. Uh, Mile High Club is a little longer. Um, should we go Mile short High first? I, I sense we should close out with Mile High Club. Okay, let's close out with Mile High. Let's talk about Mexican City, Mexico City first. Okay. So, Mexico City... Subway has a problem because their escalators are breaking down. Okay. Now, I ask you guys this question. Why do you think they're breaking down? They're old. That would generally be have some not problems. properly... They're not properly maintained. Yeah. Nope. It's pee. Pee. Yeah, it's urine. Yes. Yes. So, travelers on the Mexico City subway system often blame authorities for broken escalators on, at subway stops. Metro officials have another explanation. Vast amounts of pee. Somehow, urine is penetrating and corroding the drive wheels and mechanisms of the escalators that carry riders up from the underground stations. The metro system listed corrosion due to urine as one of the top five causes of escalator breakdowns. <laughs> Furman Ramirez, system's assistant manager for rails and facilities, said riders appear to be urinating in escalators at off-peak hours and let you stations even though it seems hard to believe. Well, it is hard to believe. When we open up escalators for maintenance, there's always urine, he says. Always peeing. Well. And Twitter users are quick to point out that they're noting there's not even, there's no toilets there. So, of course, people are just peeing in the escalators. Sure. Of the system's 467 escalators, 22 hours of service at any given day. Uh, the city plans to replace 55 escalators over the next two years. And uh, they have cheap ridership, 25-cent tickets. will get you a single ride and destination. A lot of people are using it. So the reason why they're breaking down is because people are taking a piss on the escalators. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. I mean, if like you said, if there's no restrooms to use down oh, yeah, there, I mean, yeah. and urine, you know, we all know it's just too much salt, potassium chlorides, very corrosive. Well, you're the chemical engineer, Dan. So I, I was just gonna that. say you're saying things I don't know. Well, so. I mean, it's just <laughs> simply put, like there's so much yeah. salt, like that's just, it's gonna corrode anything over time. Uh, and not to, the biggest problem, of course, it's like so it's got to be like. All that water and salt, yeah. and you know what that does to your any well, cars. The, yeah, of course, the wheels and mechanisms. Yeah. As it's they the say. same, same deal, same deal. How? But can you imagine? Yeah. This is what I want to bring up since yeah. you we decided to go this story first. You know, yeah. we were talking about you know bringing it back to our 50th anniversary here and how we recorded in all sorts of places. Remember when we we recorded in Atlanta? Oh yeah. Do you remember the the length and the steepness of those escalators in Atlanta? If those things broke down. Can you imagine uh, walking, imagine walking and for some things. reason, and it might be because of the grade, but the it's always harder to walk up an escalator than it is a staircase. Yeah, I don't is. care if it's the same length, same steepness. It's yeah. all like I think it's because it's mental. You expect yeah. it to be moving, exactly. but it's not, and you have to walk up an escalator. It's just rough. But these people in Mexico City are walking up a lot of escalators because people are peeing on. I that's problem. I I feel like. The question needs to be asked, why are they choosing the escalators well, my, as the time that's, to pee? That's, that was my biggest thought when I saw this. I'm like, are you moving and just dropping trowel and just peeing as you're moving? What's the deal? I, 
I mean, not that I have ever done this. No, I. But mm. if I were thinking that I really need to urinate, yes, I'm gonna find a corner. Yes. yes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna fit into the corner. Yeah. I'm not going to stand on the escalator. Yeah, see, this is why you and I are different. See, I, I, I think, <laughs> I think All right. I'm thinking multitasking. Like, I, if you just sit there peeing in a corner, you're wasting time. But I can be moving up an escalator you don't, and just let it go at the same time. So I'm traveling and peeing at the same time. <laughs> I, that's why that's why Dave's the smart one here. Well, you know. I, just, I guess. I, I, mean, I don't have, time, I, I don't have I that kind like... of time to burn, usually. But. <laughs> I mean, do you... I'm being a little bit sarcastic here. Just I, I a little. Assume. Just a little. But <laughs> but again, I, why? Why? I, I mean, I'm always drawn back to the, the story when I was 22, and my two of my friends and I would always walk down to the bars on Water Street in Eau Claire, mm-hmm. and we'd stay out until close, which was 2 o'clock. Yeah. And obviously, you're not going to use the restrooms at the bars right no, at close. Of course, of course not. it's too busy. And you yeah. yeah. Um, and we're walking along the river path. Yes. And it, my friend Jamie decided he needed to to pee. And I was like, right. dude, just wait till we get it to campus. Yeah. You'll be able to find somebody to let you into a residence yeah. hall and go. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I got to do it now. And I'm like, just wait. I mean, there's people passing like crazy. Yeah. He's like, no, I'll just go down the bank. And we're like, okay, fine. So I've done that. Chris and I just stand there and we're like, we're, we're way here. And it, obviously it's 2.30-ish in the morning. Mm-hmm. Lots to drink. Yeah. And it, Chris and I watched Jamie walk down the bank. Yeah. And we watched the police officer walk towards us. Yeah, yeah. And we just let him go. Yeah. He does his thing basically in the open. Yeah, yeah. Because he's drunk. Mm-hmm. And the officer at this point is only 10, 15 feet from us. Yeah. And he's watching Jamie walk back up the bank. Mm-hmm. And Jamie tries to talk himself out of it. Oh. More like, seriously. And he ends up getting the ticket. Of course he does. To me, it's not that hard to wait. No. Yes. And it, so back to the point of the escalator. You're yeah. going down yeah. an escalator. It can't be more than 20 seconds. And but these are off hours. I, yeah, I was going to clarify. So Still. Again, but these are off hours. So there's probably a lot of people who are probably, I mean, homeless people. I, people who are like, you know. I, I have to admit, when you first brought up the story, Tony, I, I was thinking rush hour traffic. No, but no it is rush off, hour traffic. It, it is clearly off-peak overnight <laughs> hours that this is Rush hour, and, I could actually see that. You're not going to stand in a corner and take a no. piss during busy time. You're, you're going to try to hide it and multitask, and, as Dave said. And maybe, and maybe this is blown out of proportion. I think the same story you're looking at, Tony, is, uh, you know, there's, I was just, I had to look it up just to, you know, fact check, do a little fact checking. Yeah. And within the Mexico City subway system, there are 467 escalators. And yeah. then apparently they say on average only 22 are out of exactly. service on a given average day. Exactly. So, hmm, you know, that's not, that's 5%. But yeah, when, this 5%. Guy, when these guys say when they open escalators, escalator up, they see piss in there. Hmm. Obviously people are doing things. I mean, whenever they open it, that's, yeah, that suggests it's all the time. Yeah. 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 
We should, on a positive note, the the city the city of Me- Mexico City plans to replace fifty five escalators over the next yeah. two years. So they are on it. Now we put splash guards in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Same. Interesting. Same. Let's move on. Yeah. We got some better. The Mile High Club boys. So is this is this going to be like the French engineer? No, that's not like a French engineer. There's actually no sex involved in this one. Oh, not okay. There's poten- there was potentially, so but there's we, nothing. So we just ruined. I just ruined the yeah, story. Yeah, we'll get into the story. Okay. Um, this UK woman, uh, Demi Burton, was jailed for drunken Mile High Club antics on a flight. Okay. Okay. So uh, she went on a drunken rampage on an. Uh, Etihad flight from Adu Adubadi Body to Manchester after asking men to join her in the Mile High Club. She was 20. She boarded the May 9th, 9th 2019 flight while already sloshed. Continued to drink wine until the flight attendants told her she could no longer order alcohol. By then, she had already gotten so drunk that she propositioned several men to get frisky in the laboratory while cruising at 30,000 feet. When told that she could no longer drink booze, the unhinged woman kicked, bit, and headbutted the crew during her four-hour blowout. So it's actually nice. a six-mile club, then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. that's another thing that I was. Having. She says, "You may well just land the plane yeah. now." Shouted. Uh, a doctor who tried to restrain Burton was bitten on the elbow and headbutted, saying the struggle was worse than anything he'd seen in the emergency room. Other passengers were also bitten and kicked before six crew members and other others finally took her down. Restrained her and handed her over to authorities when they touched down. Uh, it was a stressful situation, but while whilst I managed to remain calm and professional, it's not acceptable for crew members to be treated this way and not fair for other passengers to witness these things happen. As a result of her being verbally abusive towards me and assaulting, I couldn't eat or drink anything in the flight was ongoing, blah, blah. Burton was traveling home after a three-month trip to visit her family in Australia and claimed she had been drinking because of, of a fear of flying. Her defense lawyer said she is thoroughly, thoroughly ashamed of herself, and because she is remorseful, she's utterly embarrassed at the way that she behaved. She went to Australia to get away from her family, get away from her family who had behaved towards her from her early years in a very controlling and very abusive way. Okay. So she started making a number of inappropriate sexual comments to a number of male passengers on the flight. They laughed it off, and that became a more and more increasingly inappropriate. When she asked them to join the Mile High Club. Pretty much she's going to jail for six months at this point. Wow. wow. So she was coming back from Australia? Well, yeah. She, come, she had three months in Australia. Now, she said that she, she, her family was uh, mentally abusive to her. And that she drank on the flight because she didn't like to fly. But, but who goes to... Yeah, Australia to Abu Dhabi to Manchester? That well, seems it was a weird. St- it was a stop. Could have been a stop. Uh, well, it was if you're flying. You, you, she was flying. I guess she was yeah, flying yeah. east. Like we always yeah. think of it. Like if I'm in Australia, you fly. Yeah. Well, you fly east. I should say That's she was point. flying west. You and you I guess if it's Etihad, it's going to go. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're going, if you're going to Europe, I mean, if you're going to Europe from Australia, you think about it. You, yeah. you would, you could circumvent the globe. But yeah, she's going the right way. 
So yeah, she's the big thing is she's 20 years she's old. She's not lost. She's wasted on the flight, and she's asking guys to join the Mile High Club, and nobody, everybody's going, no, nah, no, we're not, yeah. we're not. And, and just you know, just from experience, that um, <laughs> from experience. Now, now, what? slow down. I'm not. Oh, I was not oh, going to go into the Mile High Club okay. experience. I was going to go well, into the. You traveled a lot, Dave. I was going to go into the flying experience, okay. and that's you know, if you're if you're ner- a lot of people are nervous about flying. You know, that's yeah. just that's normal. But I would recommend not drinking. It gives you the. It just does not help. I mean, yeah, you may th- a little buzz might help, but actually it doesn't because it only makes you feel worse. It dries you out. Um, dehydrated, super easy. So that's where I was going. Like, this has been a Dr. Dave Stevens moment. Yeah. Here's well, I, I'm, I'm going to piggyback that. Yeah, it doesn't um, help. Yeah. I actually, surprisingly, at 39, have only flown once. Really? And that was only a few years ago. Wow. What? And wow. I, I completely agree with that. I drank on the way to L.A., mm-hmm. And it, I was like, that. I don't think that worked. I, it, and then no. on the way back, I didn't, and it was yeah. fine. It might, it might help if you're talking about the whole flying experience. If you have a few drinks before you get on the flight, that actually it might help you before you get on the flight. Yeah. But once you once you're on that flight, it's not going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel worse. Just never mind what your stomach, your mind. Yeah. You get into that. You know, it's it's less. You know, just that lower, the lower atmosphere, um, just the lower pressure. It just messes you up even more, and so yeah. you just get, you don't have a nice buzz. You actually start no. feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, that's what so, I was getting at. But as far as a mile high experience, I'll leave that <laughs> off. <laughs> leave that off the record. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I mean, if you're in Denver, you could have a mile high experience. If you you're in Albuquerque, New Mexico, you have because yes. you're no, a mile true. high. Yes. Like, just so but she details. was she was a little belligerent trying to get yeah. guys to join the Mile High Club. Obviously she was had some sort of uh, drunken anxiety attack. And it was was her family wait, was her family in Australia That's or in Manchester? Know. She was trying to get away from her family. Okay. They must be in Manchester. And then she was trying to get away from them, so she went to Australia for three months. Yes. And then she and came then back. came back and must have been having some stuff with that. The fact that she was already drunk before she got on the plane. Right. And continue to have wine until she was cut off. And of course, you know how it goes. Some people, you cut people off, and then all of a sudden they get uh, they get a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to have sex with random dudes. Apparently. Yeah. That's. Yeah. It's it's nuts. I mean, and and I mean, I just keep. I can't believe you've only flown once, but I mean, I I keep thinking of an airplane, like especially like a on a flight like that, a fourteen hour flight. Could be fourteen ten hour flight. Like I, it's it's not a nightclub. You are strapped in into right, yeah. us in a tube. Like it's not a comfortable Nell, environment. Nell said he would say yes. Mm. But I just it's hard to envision this because I, what is she must have been walking down the aisle. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thinking that she was sitting in a seat and there were guys around her and yeah. she's like, hey, it, Jim Bob. I would I would hope that she was. Soliciting nearby. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Nels is quick to answer yes, but I mean, I think yeah. it would very much depend on what movie you're watching or yeah, yeah. what you're having if you're in the middle of your dinner. I mean, if you're in the middle of a good movie, like. Mm. But I mean, so the deal is this. It's a nice thing about those wide bodies planes. The bathrooms in those things are so much bigger yeah. than your standard so what domestic law, aircraft. What law are you under jurisdiction of? Well, I think aerial law is pretty much. When you're in the air, you're under a certain. So, are, so if she's flying Etihad, is yeah. she under the law of the country in which the owner? 
I, I would. I it's n- there's not like maritime law. It's different. I, yeah. I believe it would be the origin or origination of the flight. Okay. Yeah. So if you took off from Amsterdam, you're on. You're technically under the, like Am- you know Netherlands Am- law. Yeah. Um, yeah. That kind uh, of thing. But she was bad. But I was like, going to say Etihad being an Arab country. Oh yeah, like from an Arab country. Uh, you, you ever, think the punishment could be pretty severe? It's com- it's complicated, and it also depends. Like U.S. like all flights that end in the United States, for example, have certain restrictions and you know things that those flights would have to follow. So regardless of where that flight originated from, if it's landing in the United States, there's certain security restrictions that that flight has to obey. So sure. it gets complicated. But she's not a bad looking girl. Is it? I mean, she's not bad looking. Looks like she has she a she had a rough like day, animal. but she had a rough day, but she's not bad looking. Yeah. I mean, well, she was drunk. Yeah, they're being nice. They want to take advantage. Yeah, they weren't drunk in the plane as she was. Well, Nels, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, any port in a storm. Uh, But uh, sorry, Nels, that way. Uh, I resemble that remark. Yeah. but again, it's one of those crazy stories that we hear about now. And we talked about this before. This kind of story would never happen in the 80s because we wouldn't have known about well, it. Well, right. Well, I was going to say it, hear about it did happen in the 80s. You just didn't hear about you it. You didn't hear about it, right? I'm sure yeah. it was going on all the time in the 80s. We didn't hear about it. I mean, personally, in fact, I would like to experience that. Third person? Yeah. I, I If I'm on a flight that long... I would have found that at least slightly humorous. Yeah, you've been laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been on. I've been on. I shouldn't say a lot, but a couple of flights where, and they, actually, this, they've all been international. Mm-hmm. Where, and I don't know. In most cases, I didn't know the details, but I've been on several flights where we landed at MSP, and uh, the first person, nobody left the plane. The first person on the plane were police officers. You know, yeah. like Minneapolis police officers sure. to escort somebody off, and because so, they were drunk. Yeah, I never saw the backstory. I never wow. saw like what was going on. I was just, Jeez. but nice. I've seen that. So it'll happen for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I almost got drunk on my flight home or to Atlanta when we went there for the Open Cup because the lady next to me in that last row from Chicago to Atlanta was a pain in the ass. Yeah, you know? but I decided not to. I when I flew to L.A. and was flying back the security at LAX is insane mm-hmm. it turns out there was actually a terrorist threat oh geez. but there were there were uh, there were sheriffs mm-hmm. who had assault rifles standing at every gate yeah and you walk I got off the shuttle to walk in mm-hmm. and there was there was a, a sheriff that had assault rifle wow. watching every single person that walked in Jeez. Airports, airports are interesting. Uh, so I think we'll pretty much wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah. We'll this is a weird. The first part was like fifty minutes, and the second part was like twenty. Yeah, because I, I, we went through a lot in the first part. I, We're really I, bad at breaking up our podcast. Well, we can't break up all the loons talk. Yes, I ca- and I kind of thought this was going to be like a three and a half hour podcast, but we as actually, it turns out, you know, it's the funny not. thing is, we went through all the signings pretty quickly. Yeah. We did. We're very. To the point, got to it, 
didn't break off anything. It was nice, which you know? is yeah. good. Which yeah. is good because you know we don't know. We honestly don't know. We we we, yeah. we're, we can't be more excited for March first and the opener and the season mm-hmm. to start. And like until then, it's just kind of. You know, I'm an optimist, so we're just going to be hopeful. And I like the fact that it's going to be different. There's a lot to look forward to. Yeah. You know, and we'll see what happens. There is. Uh, I want to mention that uh, we haven't mentioned him yet, but John Drewski, his bachelor party is April 18th. No, we have mentioned John have several we? times, yes. Yeah. We have? Or, yeah, early on. I can't well, remember. Well, I guess his birthday party. Birthday party, yeah. Yeah. So I mentioned his bachelor party is April 18th. We're doing a twins slash loons game doubleheader. Right. We're going to make wants- sure it ends with him on a roof. Yeah, so, pretty much. Yeah. So, so yeah, everybody, friends of the uh, Lunacy Podcast, sure, join Show us up. and uh, let's. We'll, we'll be in the uh, brew hall, and you know, John Andrisky's a good fan of the podcast, and he's mm-hmm. a good fan of the loons. So yeah, anybody right. that wants to come meet up with yeah. us prior to the game or during the game at mm-hmm. the brew yeah. hall, you said, that's let's right. Go. Be there for that. Uh, we got the opener coming up. Um, a little bit of news for you guys. So. Dave, being the real traveler that he is, he's going to be kind of off and on here for a mm. while. Mm-hmm. For the next, uh, I would say, starting, ooh, it's going to get starting March, yeah. March through July. It's yeah. going to be a little touch and go. So we have uh, a substitute. Yes, Connor will be coming in, and Connor, we're we were planning something? on feeding him into it anyway. Yes. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Hi guys, Connor I'm be, Connor. Connor will be coming in uh, to uh, help out while Dave is gone. Yep. And then after Dave comes back, they're going to have a duel in a parking lot. Yeah. Yes. Side. Who wants to be the third well, wheel? I mean, it may. I may very well no not have No weapons are excluded. No weapons are excluded. I mean, who knows? I might not have it's a position to come back to. Here. That's what I was saying. You know, it, that's the way it goes. Uh, no, uh, Connor is going to be helping out when Dave's gone. And then when Dave comes back, we're going to include Connor in uh, yeah. some of our podcasts, not all. Um, we're talking about maybe having his own little segment. Yep. Uh, about loon stuff or whatever. Um, so we're, we're going to add on to this podcast a little bit, add something new in the mix, and uh, see how that goes. So uh, can can we mention your Twitter handle? Because I think a lot of people would recognize you from that. As yeah, well. uh, I'm at, at Head Lunar. Yeah. He's yeah. the Head Lunar. Yes. Uh, yeah. And long before I knew Connor, I knew the Head, head Lunar. Yeah. So I thought I'd I say that. I appreciate that. that. HL. I'm glad to know my name has gotten out there. It has. A bit. It's been yeah. out there for a yeah. while. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, we got uh, more stuff coming up. I mean, again, it's been an exciting season, guys. Yeah, we'll Long have to plan forward. some. Well, yeah. we're going to do a Madison trip. Again. Yes, we are. Yes, yeah. Madison trip. Uh, we'll be doing that. Um, I don't know if we're going to go anywhere else this year. Yeah, Madison's probably about it. Might be. There could be the the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup Championship final. Well, it depends on where it's at. Yeah, it might be here. Might be here. Could be. You never know. Could be. Could be in Dallas. Could be uh, somewhere else. How about this, real quick? And I hate to put you guys on the spot, but like over fifty episodes, favorite memories, couple, two, three. Doesn't have to be favorite. Oh lordy, I mean. How about Beer Garden Germania? May they well, rest in peace. Beer Garden Germania, RIP. I mean, that place was. I thought when we did that place, I thought for sure we'd be going back there a couple times. Yeah. Because the woman who owned that place was so nice to us. Yeah. And so open to us doing it there. And we were there for the, what was it, the World, World Cup. World Cup, yeah. And uh, gave us space in the back lot there to do our podcast. And it was fantastic. We had a great time. And then all of a sudden. A couple weeks later, it's like they're closed out. They literally shut down right yeah. after we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think this podcast had much to do with the shutdown. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Poisonous, I, I guess. Mm. So, I mean, I, I miss, I'll miss that place because I yeah. thought that could be a cool place to hang out like yeah. once or twice a year and do it. 
Um, alloy. <laughs> well, alloy has always been a great place to go. Uh, yep. Omni, of course, we did our first brewery podcast at. Yeah, you know. Yeah, place. You know. Uh, and then Dual, so dual Citizen mean, still leads the number of appearances I, at I think, four. I think my uh, my favorite one would maybe have been, you know, probably our secret Dual Citizen when mm. yeah, Sugar the League did the beer. Was yeah, that early, that was yeah, it was yeah. early in the morning. So Seven o'clock. It was like God, morning. it was so early. <laughs> so so unusual for us. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was Was bad. it a Sunday, too? It was Sunday, yeah. yeah. Seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. On a Sunday, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Um, every podcast we've done outside of the state of Minnesota, I mean, Chicago. Yeah. Madison That's was true. Blast. Five Rabbit was really cool. Five Rabbit was cool. Uh, you guys did Madison. I wasn't there. Yeah. That was a good one. Mike. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the restaurant we went to. Yes. Yeah. That was that was good. And, uh, yeah, Atlanta was uh, great, even though it was in a hotel room. I mean. The bourbon tours for me were better. Yeah, I know. You going home was good for you. Yeah. I mean, we've been everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. We have to, uh, again, we've pretty much hit up the Northwest Metro as much as we can. We have some places in Monticello we could go to and Delano. But uh, we're going to have to start expanding our times over to Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, I'm I'm thinking Tin Whiskers has to be on the list. Tin Whiskers, yeah. There's that place in uh, Minneapolis that's got the arcade in it. I'm trying to think. They just opened it. Falling knife. Falling knife. Yep. Amazing. Falling knife. Yeah, we're gonna okay. go there. Right. I want to go there. I gotta ask: Are you guys? Uh, are there any kind of away matches that you're looking forward at uh, at doing? A podcast well, I, I'm not gonna lie. Me personally, yeah. I'm looking at the Colum- or the FC Cincinnati match. Yeah. Because I'd be literally hours. Less than two hours from bourbon country. Yeah. And I could totally visit more bourbon distilleries. It might happen. But I mean, I mean for us, a, a way we'll this year could be Madison. Probably be, it's going to be Madison for definitely yeah. Madison. Well, uh, as far as the MLS slate, I mean, I, I think we talked about this. As far as MLS, there's a lot of, especially over the last, say, 10 years, there's a lot of MLS um, stadiums that I'd like to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think for me, we I went over it and went over it and thought I still would love to hit like a, the Portland. Yeah, Portland, Portland would be a big one for me. Vancouver Park looks great. Yeah, I've never been there. I'd love to. I, I've been to Portland, but I haven't been to the, the their pitch. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Besides Portland, maybe another one that would be maybe Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver would be yes because of where it's located Canada, geographically. Yeah. But I mean, I'm trying to think of just like a, you know the stadiums, arenas. Uh, as far as MLS is concerned, I think Portland's top of my list, and maybe like I would love to experience like LAFC just to see yeah, what that's yeah. like. Um, Inter Miami, that's uh, what I would want to do. You yeah. know, yeah. forget about Park Opens. Yeah. That game is so early in the season. But where are they yeah. playing? But I was like, ooh, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Where, are they, where is Inter F- or Inter Miami playing? Is it they're they're at Lauderdale, Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Okay, yeah. so that would be that'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, Sunshine. I State. mean. Yeah, Cincinnati would be great. Yeah. And we always talk about Chicago and, and um, yeah. KC because those are easy to get to. Yep, um, and now that Chicago will be here this year. I think next year our plan is, I think, one to Chicago next year to yeah, do Soldier I so. Field. I think that's our biggest 2021. 2021, yeah. 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 They don't play there this year. Yeah. If the podcast is still going by then. 
Nashville be. would be a great town to visit. It would be. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, you talk about twenty twenty one. Austin FC will be in the league. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Austin, another yeah. city Austin, I haven't been to. Yeah. Be good. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of yeah. possibilities around yeah. here. I mean, yeah. even Charlotte would be nice. Come yeah. Whatever year they're going to be in. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of opportunities this year for sure. Like I said, Madison is, yeah. is in the in the works, and uh, maybe another trip. We don't know. Uh, depends on our schedules and what we can do. You know? Yeah. You know, exactly. Chicago was kind of a. I think we planned that. Right. Early. We did. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was before the season, even. Yeah, it was before the season. Yeah. yeah. So. We'd have to look, but uh, again, we got so many brews around here. We got still got a hit. It's, uh, it's true. We don't need to like leave the state to uh, get to a new brewery. So. Right. You guys have anything else? I got nothing. Nothing. No. Yeah. Good. I'm good. All right. For myself, Tony. For Dave and David, and for newcomer Connor. Talk to you guys in a couple weeks. See ya.